What's up, everybody? We are back for another super rare talk show episode. First and foremost, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Go buy some gear. Look at that gear. Look at that sweater. You know it's cold right now, too. So, like, you know, this goes well with my little fox hat, kind of, too. Um, anyways, let's get straight into it, man. Let's go over last week's main event real fast. Um, like I had said, man. Uncle Ives the real deal, and if he just comes aggressive, he he's, he can win almost any any fight in that light light heavyweight division. And he came aggressive that second round. He came in and hit a rock Johnny, and then hit him with that little right at the end. Looked like he broke his nose, maybe. Guy's good, man. He has wrestling. Obviously, he has striking. He has composure because someone like Johnny Walker, who likes to go crazy and all that type of stuff, he was able to keep his composure. And then do work. It's funny. I feel like every time he has a rematch, he knocks the guy out, like, brutally. Because it happened with the Ion Kutalaba guy, right? They had their rematch because their first fight was all weird. <clears throat> and Ion was talking all that shit. Johnny Walker was talking all that shit. And, man, did he come in and just gaboosh him. But, yeah, man, shout out Magomed Ankalaev. I mean, I really don't know what else he needs to do to get a title shot. <clears throat> he fought for the title. It was a draw. Um, the next fight he had was Walker. It was a um, no contest. So he rematched him, knocked him out. So there's no like, it was not no split decision, no nothing. Straight up knockout. So yeah, I don't really know what else he needs to do to get a, a title fight no more. I think he deserves one. Um, yeah. I don't know, I feel bad because I'm such a huge Pajeta fan. So, like, Magomed, I feel like, is kind of like a nightmare matchup for him. But he could still, he could possibly still do work. But, yeah, man, let's get into the fights. This weekend's fights, man, the ones that everybody's excited for. Or, there's a couple fights on here that people are excited for. There's a couple fights on here that are like, eh. But I'm going to start at the bottom first. Just going over the main event, main card. <clears throat> Really good, uh, there's really good fights on here. If we go through these really quick, like Charger Dane, Sean Woodson, that's a good, that's a fun one. Siri versus Ramon, that's a rematch from the Contender Series, which was a fun fight. That's a really good one. Uh, this one, Gillian Robertson, Poliana Viana is really good. So there's some good fights on here. Um, but yeah, start here. So we got Arnold Allen versus Moz, Moz, or Movsar Ivolov. Um... Ivolov is undefeated, really good featherweight. Um, he has some really good wins under his belt. I don't know if you've watched him, but he beat Diego Lopez, who's on a tear kind of right now after that fight. Because remember, Diego did take that fight very short notice. was a really good fight, too. Like, really, really wasn't like a shutout. Like, it was a close fight. Beat Ige, uh, what's it, Hakeem. Yeah, so like you can see, he has really good wins, man. He's a, he's a good fighter, but this I feel like is the first time he's fighting somebody that is like a for real in the featherweight. Everybody's for real, don't get me wrong, but this is like this is a test, man. And if he can get past this test, Arnold Allen, then he then he can do it. Arnold Allen's pretty much he's good everywhere, man. Um, good striking, he's strong, he's good grappling. I mean. We've seen him lose in the UFC too. One of the goats, one of my favorite fighters of all time, Max Holloway. But 
unless you're Volkanovski, you don't really beat Holloway. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, this is a tough tight, tough fight for Movzar. Mo- Damn, some of these names is hard to say. Oh, God. Um, but, yeah, man, I don't know. For me, how I'm taking this fight, I think Arnold Allen's coming back with the vengeance off of that Holloway loss. You can tell he's really hungry for a title fight. And Evolov is good, but this is a pretty big step up in competition. And I think we're going to see Arnold Allen, honestly. He's going to get a finish in this fight. I think he's coming for a vengeance. He's coming for for all that. Next fight, we got Chris Curtis versus Marc Andrade. I barry old. I don't. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is a fun fight. Chris Curtis is cool. He's a he's the action man, right? He, I like his fight style because he'll stand there in the pocket. I feel like sometimes his downfall is he doesn't throw enough. Um, he doesn't throw enough volume, or he doesn't try to mix up rest. He doesn't try to mix it up enough in the sense of with his wrestling, because we all know like. He has, he, I mean, he has that. Not he has the one touch power, right? He knocks people out. But I feel like when he can't get that one punch, he's kind of just they're almost just circling, and the other the other person's kind of doing what they want with like leg kicks and stuff like that. So uh, I feel like if Chris Curtis can throw out some more volume, and maybe even just mix in some like takedown attempts and stuff like that, it'd be a little bit better. Smart, smart guy's good, bro. He's he's a really well-rounded fighter. And he's fighting at home. He's fighting in Canada. Um, but I think that's going to be a downfall. I think the pressure might be a lot. Especially because it's going to be a huge fight. It's already sold out and stuff. And I think Chris Curtis thrives in that. And I feel like we're going to see an action man knockout, bro. Just a one punch. Just a boom, flat line knockout by Chris Curtis. This fight I'm excited for. Mike Malott versus Neil Magny. Uh, Mike Malott, I remember first seeing him when he was, uh, he started, he was holding mitts for Cody Garbrandt at Team Alpha Male, and I was like, oh, they must have got a new coach, and then he started fighting, man, this guy's good, bro, he is, he is the definition of a well-rounded fighter, he's good everywhere, his ground game is very, very elite, and then his striking is, he's very powerful, he's elite, um, he has a good matchup in Neil Magny, and I do hate to say this, just because, you know, I've been watching UFC forever and all that. But Neil Magny is kind of, he's that uh, gatekeeper now. I think he's the guy that when they're trying to build somebody, they have the young guy that they're trying to build fight Neil Magny because he does have a name. He's been around for a long time and he is always a tough fight because he can always pull out a win. But um, I feel like he's gotten to that point. I just, I don't see Neil making a run ever at the title. Um especially in this weight class, you know. But Mike Malott, man, I think Mike is one of those guys where I was like, let him fight Ian Gary because Ian Gary be yapping and yapping and yapping. Let Mike fight him. Let's see because those two guys are young up-and-comers, really good. But, man, honestly, I was talking to one of my homies, Marcos, about this fight, literally specifically about this fight. I think we're going to see Mike Malott completely dominate Neil Magny, honestly. Those leg kicks, it's like Ian Gary kind of showed what you need to do. A lot of leg kicks, um, and you can kind of stop that pressure and everything from Neil Magny. And Mike Malott, I feel like, has more power than Ian Gary. And he has a better wrestling base. So he, if it goes to the floor, he's going to be fine. I think we're going to see pure, total domination from Mike Malott in this fight. And he's going to 
Um, he's probably going to win a decision because Neil Magny is really tough. It's hard to put him away. Co-main event. Raquel Pennington versus Mara Bueno Silva. Um, cool fight, you know. Uh, Pennington, she, I felt like, what's her, I feel like she just, once she, she goes, she, once she gets to a speed, she, or she gets, she has this one speed and that's it. And it's either, it depends on who she's fighting, um, if they can handle that speed, they, they, they usually, like, take over the fight, right? If they can't, then she can win. But I feel like a lot of times, like, she's not able to change it. Like, if she if that speed isn't working, I feel like she can't kick into another gear and, and get there. You know, I feel like she's just so comfortable staying at one speed. Um, but I – and literally because of that reason, I think that's why she's going to win this fight. I feel like even if that speed isn't enough in the beginning, Mara Bueno Silva, she's a powerhouse, right? She goes in, she's been finishing people, knockout, but she goes hard. And this is a five-round fight. Raquel's had five-round fights, and I don't think a Bueno Silva, not in the UFC at least, I don't think. Uh, I don't think she's gone five rounds. Um, I think she might blow her wad in this and because Raquel Pennington is so good at keeping that you know same speed once you're tired Raquel's gonna keep that keep that and I think honestly I think Raquel is going to weather that early storm it's probably it probably could even last like two rounds and then we're gonna see Raquel Pennington just kind of take over the rest of the fight it's either gonna be um a decision and it might I feel like it might not be the most exciting fight after the first two rounds, but it's either going to be a decision or Raquel's going to finish by TKO because Mara's going to be very uh, tired and Raquel's going to you know, just lay it down on her. And the fight that everybody's watching this card to watch, it's pick em. So, yeah, I like the odds. One, negative 115 to 105. We got Sean Strickland and Dreykus Duplessis. I know Zach's going to be mad at me. But your boy got Sean Strickland. I think Sean. It's funny because like Sean Strickland was always he's always kind of been annoying, but he's to me he's one of those guys that's annoying, but you like him. Like he's fun annoying. You know what I'm saying? Like you there's there's two different types of annoyings. There's annoying where like I don't want to be around this person, and there's annoying where it's like that guy's funny though. Like he's annoying, but he's funny. But yeah, man. Um, the story of this fight, right? The one there's one big thing in question in this fight, and is if Dreykus Duplessis has the conditioning to go uh, five rounds, okay? Because we haven't seen it. We know Strickland can. Um, all Strickland does is fight. His training is fighting, sparring, right? So, and it's rounds after rounds after rounds. So his conditioning for a five round fight is never in question. I don't think we'll ever have to question that. And because he does it so much, we know that he usually is going to have the upper hand. Right, like when he fought Izzy, Izzy never has a conditioning problem. Izzy never looks tired. Sean Strickland's pressure and conditioning literally made Izzy tired. So it's like we know it's a different level. Um, the big story here is right. Everybody, I and I even feel like me to this day, and that's why I'm pushing against it. Right, we all kind of count out Sean Strickland because of his out. It's almost. 
He's not like Colby, because at least Colby's, we know, Colby is fake, right? It's like a fake character. That's what makes it so much worse. Sean is just being himself. Um, but it's like, I, it's, I don't know, man. It's, it, we count him out because we think he's annoying. And uh, I feel like once you can get past that, especially me, right? Like, I got past that. Like, I think even when he was fighting, um, Jerry Cannoneers when I started to be like, you know, I, f- I kind of like Sean Strickland, bro. Like, when he fought Izzy, as you guys watched, I didn't think, because it was going to be a striking fight, I didn't think that he was going to be able to strike with Izzy, but, I mean, he proved all of us wrong, right? And immediately once he proved me wrong, I'm like, alright, yeah, like, what I was thinking about Sean Strickland is, is true. He, he's good, bro. Like, you can't, can't deny it anymore. So, um, but with that, what I was saying was, like, everybody kind of downplays him Especially because when they look at him getting knocked out by Pieta, right? Everybody's like, see, he can get knocked out. He got knocked out by Pieta. Pierre, Alex Pieta, the guy that, Poetan, the guy that literally puts everybody to sleep, right? Okay, um, Pieta fights everybody and he, he can put you to sleep if he lands. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if you've never been knocked out. So, I'd be, I feel like we can't really look at that fight too much. I th- Is Dragus Duplessis... Um, a sneaky striker and uh, an elite striker like Pieta? I don't think so. So he could definitely land on Strickland, but, you know, Pieta did that perfect. He set up that, that hook with those body shots, those whole leg, you know, all that type of stuff. So, and that, Drexus Duplessis is very powerful. Very, very powerful. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's a it's a toss up in that sense, right? Because like I said, everybody thinks because Stricken got knocked out by Pieta, this is gonna be an easy knockout for Duplessis, and I just don't see that. When Sean Strickland fought that Abu Abu guy, that guy's a dangerous striker, and Strickland was able to get through that man. His defense, that's the other thing too, is like he has the best defense. He gets hit the least amount, so I think we all kind of just let his attitude and who he is kind of. Uh, sway what we think about him and with that i mean drakus duplessis is good but i'm saying this right now and you know it's mma i could be wrong but i think we're gonna see sean strickland wither and break down drakus duplessis and we're gonna see a late like fourth fifth round tko stoppage by sean strickland think Dracus Duplessis is going to go so hard in those beginnings. I feel like he's underplaying Sean Strickland's skills, just like how everybody is, like the masses does, how these other fighters do. And I think Sean Strickland's going to go ahead and surprise him. And uh, once he can't finish Sean Strickland, if he can't finish Sean Strickland, it's going to be a very long night for him because I think he's going to blow his wad. Main event, sold out, Canada goes crazy. It's going to play effect. I think it's going to play a factor on Drakus, and I think we're going to see Sanchez can get it, man. But yeah, what a fun fight card. I'm excited for it. Please comment down below. Tell me who you think is going to win, if I'm wrong, all that good stuff. And yeah, we out.
And I think we're going to see Arnold Allen, honestly. He's going to get a finish in this fight. I think he's coming for a vengeance. Coming for, he's coming for all that. The pressure might be a lot, especially because it's going to be a huge fight. It's already sold out and stuff. And I think Chris Curtis thrives in that. And I feel like we're going to see an action man knockout, bro. Just a one punch, just a boom, flat line knockout by Chris Curtis. I think we're going to see Mike Malott completely dominate Neil Magny, honestly. Honestly, I think Raquel is going to weather that early storm. It's probably It probably could even last like two rounds, and then we're going to see Raquel Pennington just kind of take over the rest of the fight. I feel like it might not be the most ex exciting fight after the first two rounds, but it's either going to be a decision or Raquel's going to finish by TKL. But I think we're going to see Sean Strickland wither and break down Drakus Duplessis, and we're going to see a late, like, fourth, fifth round TKO stoppage by Sean Strickland. 